you stress to me that I should not lose this key, that I should not, you know, that the, you stress that to me. I would not have given that key willingly to anyone. You stressed to me how important that key card was and I had every intention of returning it to you. And he stares at you with that bionic eye of his. And he's staring for like an extra beat than he usually does. You're a fascinating individual, Kara. <laughs> I mean, were, were the circumstance not as dire as it is, I would have, like, Caro say something along the lines of, I get that a lot! Uh, but... <laughs> I'm not gonna have her sass Luca right now. I feel that would go very badly with her whole one hit point. So, you're telling me that you, who I see in this video feed, are not the same you who gave these men the keycard that allows them free reign in our organization. I know the... I'm telling you that, yes. I know what it sounds like. I know that it sounds like a bold-faced, badly thought-up lie. But I also know that I keep ending up in, like, on the worst side of magic and being played like a fiddle by magic. And that is my only possible... Like, because I... I didn't... I. I didn't do that. I'm watching that and that is not me, but it is me, but it's not me. And I'm thinking, how can that be? As much as you are now. Um, and all I can think of is maybe magic altered someone's perception of this situation. I, that's the all I can think of because I did not do that. What do you know about magic? I know nothing about magic. I just know that I keep falling on the wrong bloody side of it. And she is like super like angry about this. This is awesome. Uh, well, here's what I will tell you. It's entirely possible that your perceptions could have been shifted, but there's a real physical person there handing a real physical card to a real physical individual. So my question is, if there is someone wearing your face, who is it? Whoever took the card from me. And you're telling me you have no idea who this person is? She shakes her head, no! And he looks at you again. And he looks hard. Why are you lying for them? Well, shit. I was hoping you wouldn't see right through Caro. Um, I'm trying to think what she would say. Um, I think she would just stick with it and be like, lying for who? I, I'm, I, I have no one to cover for. I'm not lying for anyone. <laughs> and he's like, he's just shaking his head right now. It's like a child who has been caught with, with his hand in the cookie jars and is now saying that he's not trying to steal any cookies. Um, I bet. <sighs> Your lies have cost a lot of people a lot of pain today, Caro. Yourself included. I just want you to think about how much this is worth to you. Caro is really behind a rock in a hard place because she fears Luca, but like she's beginning to fear Ambrosia just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> like this person can wear her face, can protect her from certain death, and is knows her way around magic that uh in ways that Caro could possibly never understand. Luca so far has just put her hand in a box and made her 
be in pain for a bit. And that's kind of all that's happened. And she's kind of like weighing, you know, counting the zeros and the noughts and kind of like, yeah, no, I fear Ambrosia way more than you, buddy. Um, but I'm still scared of you. I'm just trying to think how she would, you know, I think she'd probably lead with something like the personal cost to herself is like, you know, if I could have avoided any of... And she kind of just waves generally at her general self. If I could have avoided any of this today, don't you think I would have? I suspect you would have. All right. I guess. Just tell me if that man is with the private security. Sorry, which man? The one that our friend Miss Grant has at at disadvantage at the moment. Right. Um... I mean, as I said before, top of my list, it's likely, but I will confirm and see if I can get a few more names for you. Just so you understand what you're doing here, I'm going to leave you with this. And you, he switches the image back and it's the lobby. And oh, no, 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 no. Faster <laughs> is bleeding out on the floor and it is clear to you without no any other knowledge that he is, he is going to be dead in seconds and the woman in the habit is gone just completely gone without a trace oh wow okay choose your friends wisely Kara and then the tablet turns off yeah no Kara just sort of like flings the tablet across the floor and she just kind of like she takes a moment to compose herself like her, she's, her eyes are a bit watery but she's doing her best to kind of like hide that view from everyone she's kind of turned her face away and she's just taking a moment to conf- to like compose herself Anders is gone from behind you oh of course and he he's crossed the room and when you turn and look he he has slammed the guy's head into the table behind him he's still connected to the chair so he's like pushed the guy back and slammed his skull into the table behind him and he's righted the guy, and he's now standing over him. I'm going to ask you two questions, and you're going to answer them. If you lie to me, you're going to die. You you may. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a sh- chance to respond to Anders. Just, I really don't want anyone else to die today, please. Is that what you say to Anders? Yeah. Like, she's, I mean... Like, okay, even though this guy is like, I mean, the kind of best case scenario is that she'd be able to get this information from this guy uh, without, you know, doing something horrible to him, uh, i.e. killing him. I mean, that's not realistic, but that is like the best case scenario. So yeah, I mean, Festa, she's seen that. Uh, she That'd be fresh in her mind. She'd be kind of like, oh no, I feel bad. Um, so... I mean, I guess she can try and reason with Anders here, but um, yeah, no. And also, I guess at the at the like back of her mind, like you know, her training's kind of kicking in, and she's kind of like trying to good cop, bad cop, and trying to get information that way. So, which way do you go? What do you do? Well, she can't move. Uh, she's left in the chair, and she's not able to kind of like. But she's like, you know, I think she's saying something along the lines of. We don't need to do this. No, we don't need to do this. If he answers our questions. Uh, 
I, I think your friend's about to kill me. Well, that depends on what you say next. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. And like, there is more of a grain of truth to this. This isn't just like, Caro being like, oh no, I'm helpless. You must help yourself kind of thing. This is like, yeah, she's, 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 you know, systematically had like a lot of her ability kind of taken away from her. And she's kind of like existential crisis event horizon incoming. Um, so there's a lot more truth to this than there would usually be. Oh gosh. Roll a flat one d10. Six. Better. Okay. So the first one you got was a two, right? I don't remember yeah, that far, yeah, but, it was, but it was pretty yeah, low. It was yeah, it was definitely less than a five, correct? Yeah, it was bad. Okay, cool. Anders looks over to you, but he's not listening to you right now. He just saw Fester die, and he looks back to the guy. Who are you working for? Listen, man. This, this isn't worth it. Like, like this is just a job, man. Who are you working for? Mickey, man. Mickey Larson. What? <laughs> uh, so yeah, Caro kind of, there's a beat. And Caro goes, Sorry, you need to run that past me again? And Anders is like holding him by the forehead, looking like he's about to smash him into the table, and the guy's like kind of like balancing precariously on the two back legs of his chair. It's <sighs> exactly what I said. Mickey Larson, he hired us. He said that he had folks in him. Just you two, or more than two? Just, just us, man. But, but like this whole situation's gotten real weird. That Mickey told us, Mickey told us if anything would happen to him, that we needed to come find. I don't know. Should I be talking about this stuff in here? Like, what are you guys gonna do? I thought you were with him. And he looks over to you, Kate. Why did you think that? Because when it, when I got the message to be here, it was it had your picture. When I got the key card, it was your face who gave it to me. Mickey said Of course it was. That if anything happened to him, that I just needed to follow directions, and those were the directions I received. Me and my buddy over there, like, we don't we don't have any skin in this game. Like you people are crazy, and I don't, I don't want to die for this, man. I don't want to die for this. You're not lying about Mickey Larson, I I feel. And you know what's happened to Mickey Larson. Oh, I know exactly. Right? Like, like there's a giant, there's like a ten foot tall hologram outside. Well, good, I didn't want you to find out here and now, that would have been awful. Um, and she's kind of like really, uh, just really callous about that last comment kind of thing. Um... Oh my god, that's a lot to process, dude! Uh, <laughs> okay, so... The pieces the pieces the player has right now is... Ambrosia Hunter's been wearing... My face! Uh, for a little while now. And... Mickey Larson gave us the dossier on... Edit Russell and Ambrosia Hunter. But maybe Ambrosia Hunter and Mickey Larson... Were in some form of alliance. Perhaps, maybe, question mark. Why would he give it that information to us otherwise? This makes- that kind of doesn't really make sense. So remember the order of operations is that Mickey Larson 
said that he's going to give you a piece of information and it might help kill you faster. Yeah. That's the, uh, that was the next thing I was gonna, <laughs> was the next thing I was gonna say is like, but it might help, ooh. But then why would you give up those chips? I'm just struggling on the motivation, but that's fine. That raises a lot of questions. So uh, let me make sure, uh, let me also make sure that you have, have information. So Mickey Larson, based on what this guy is saying, Mickey Larson provided him with instructions. He said that if anything bad happens to him, right, that he should come. You don't know when he got, when these instructions were, actually, I think that's the only thing I will give you. You do not know when these instructions were received. Okay, I just want to clarify one point. Well, I want to clarify quite a lot of points. So what, was this a dead man switch type of situation? When were these instructions given to you? Were they, did you just receive them recently? Was it just kind of... I mean, this was what? a couple days ago. This is, like, we've been working, we've been, we've, I can't give up, I can't give up my employer, like, you, but we've been working with Mickey for a while now, but he's been getting nervous, and, and then he just went dark for a while, and then I got these instructions that say if anything bad happens to him, then I needed, I need to come here. But you- you don't know who gave you the instructions? You think it was Mickey Larson? I mean, what? it has to be him, right? Oh, just because someone's wearing my face doesn't mean it has to be me, though. Do you say that out loud? Might be a good thing to just lay out there, yeah. I, I don't know. I still think it's you. I think we've both been played, mate. I don't know how to tell you this. <sighs> played like a fiddle, you could say. Um... So you think, because who else could it be apart from someone with, you know, access to things that could convince you it was Mickey? Who else could it be? Are you asking me that? Because I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I'm just laying down a rhetorical. Who else could it be? But to narrow that down, you say you've been working with Mickey Larson a while. Yeah, yeah. What capacity? What? Just communication? Just questions? Occasional communication? What? I mean, this place is weird. You know that, right? Oh, we don't need to establish that. I know that. Just please answer the question. Mickey Larson has been collecting evidence about this place. Right. For a long time. I mean, for a while. I don't know how long he's been in here, but I do know for a while. But you see, the problem is that Mickey also had a little bit of a... Like, they did something to him. And, and after that, like... <sighs> I, I, I have a feeling I know what you're talking about. You don't need to. It's all right. Um, all right. So, okay. I just, you don't... I mean, it would be lovely if you wanted to give up your employer. That would help me out so much. Are you with a private security firm? I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at us. What do you think? That's not answering my question, that's just... Answer her question. Is is your body really going to kill me? That's up to my body, I'm afraid. The answer is yes. Yes, I am. I mean, I mean yeah. Yeah, of course we are. I mean, if you wanted to offer the name of this private security, that would be really f- helpful just for me. I can't guarantee anything beyond that point, but if you wanted to, I mean, what have you got to lose now? I mean, I've got a lot to lose. Uh, really? He's hiding something from you. Um, do a social roll of 10. 
right, come on, come on, come on, please make this, please make this. Oh, is that, is it, is it, is it, ooh, is it, I, I just want to, <laughs> I think that's a nine on the D10. He kind of like, this has been the strangest day of my entire life, like, like the last few days, and I, 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 I fear that I better start talking to you guys because I, are, are they going to kill me? I can't speak for the organization at large, but well, I can't speak for Sunday herself either, but maybe something worse than that will happen. It's been a very strange few days. You can't be sure of anything. Alright, well, you think you could put in a good word for me if I tell you something important? I can certainly try. Okay. I went, I got the message from Mickey or whoever, right? Whoever you think it was, yes, of course. And it came right after that video came out. I thought it was the last thing he sent, right? Before they... The video? Sorry, I just want to check which video. The one of him... You know the one I'm talking about. Where he gets him chopped up. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we are on the same page. Yeah, I got it right after that. And it told me... It told me to go find Humanity's Last Stand. And and then there was... When I got there, that that place is... I mean, there's, there's a bunch of like... Like weirdos, like kids who have a little more time on their hands than they need to be. But there were a couple of there were a couple of professionals there. Like like four guys. Like real real hard dudes. Professionals in the way you're a professional or professionals in yeah. another way? Yeah. Oh. I I I mean the kids didn't notice because they're they're idiots. They're kids. But but I knew they didn't belong. And I'm like are they with me? Are they with us? Like, me and my, my buddy were there, and, and they were not. I don't know who sent them, but they were not. And they were the one who brought that giant robot thing. Yes, I mean, that also intrigues me, the fact they were able to cobble together that machine. I mean, it was quite crude in some ways, but also quite sophisticated in others. That's interesting that a bunch of kids were as, were able to build that. Oh yeah, I spent a little time with those guys. I mean, they're pretty clever for, I don't know. What they are. But, but this was next level. Like, I don't know where they got the money for that. Anyway. You think someone was bankrolling them? Ah. Uh, Anders, like, pushes them a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't tell you for sure, but I, I, I'm convinced uh, that they didn't buy it themselves, right? They had outside help, either monetarily or knowledge-wise. You think that's fair to say? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fair to say. Alright, okay. But you couldn't tell us who. Alright, okay. Continue with your story, is there more to tell? Yeah. Yeah, like... We got here, and we couldn't get in. Because we don't have... We couldn't... Because all your doors are locked, right? So I met you in the lobby. I, I met someone with your face in the lobby and she gave me a key card and said that I should use this to go to the research lab collect some information and send it send it to the same place that Mickey always had me send information 
So this information, I do need to stop you there. Could you be a little bit more specific about what kind of information you were looking for? And and why? Or maybe the why doesn't concern you, but if you could guess why your bosses wanted this information, that would be helpful. Uh, listen, I want to be helpful to you. I really do. And I want to put in a good word for you, buddy. But... 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 And... As he tries to say the words, it seems like he's about to swallow his tongue. And Anders kind of pulls him back up. And... Give me a moderate occult roll. Oh, no! Give me a DC for a moderate occult roll. Okay. Actually, no. Give me a DC for a hard occult roll. 11. 11. 10. So, Anders, like, looks over to you and he's like, Uh, I, uh, uh, uh. And he, he kind of, like, takes one of his knives out. And he sort of, like, cuts himself in the hand and takes one one point of damage. And he, like, presses his hand against the guy's throat. And he's like, uh, uh, Caro, can you get my phone out of my pocket, like, right now? Oh, God. Uh, what does Caro do? Um, she can try and fling herself off the chair and crawl at a rate of knots. Give me a grace roll of nine. I, she can't. She doesn't have the health to try and stand. She really doesn't. Oh, so you don't? Fudge. Uh, I got a one on the D10. Oh my gosh. Uh, you don't take damage, but you're having... You you fall out of the chair. And, and sort of like... You can drag yourself over, but I'm going to make you make at least one more roll. And if you fail it, you will not die, but something bad will happen to you. That's, that's cool. It's fine. I didn't need that leg anyway. Yeah, no, like, just, I mean, Anders asked me to do something. Time to do something to the best of my ability right now. Um, Yeah, she's going to keep trying to crawl. Because, like, this guy is choking on his own, own tongue by the looks of it. Anders is trying to do something. Not quite sure what, but Caro trusts, trusts Anders' judgment, you know, so. Uh, Give me a strength roll yeah, of six. Gonna... Oh, okay. I don't have any points in strength. Oh, but I got a six on the D10, oh, uh, so that's seven total. So you make it, and, like, like Anders' Anders's other hand is, like, tapping out, the, like, something on the table. And I guess you, like, like, it's in his, like, his phone is in his cloak, and it's easy to find because the cloak has probably, like, big, like, like robe pockets. We've, we've... Yeah. So you, like, fish it out. Uh, okay, Kara, uh, uh, there's an app there that has, like, this weird like symbol on it i need you to like hit that uh, okay um i'm guessing he doesn't like have an unlock screen or anything like no, that he doesn't. and it's uh, he, he, and it's a pretty obvious looking app it's probably got a big old sigil on yeah. it all right cool yeah no no questions asked she just does it <laughs> okay and there's there's gonna be like eight numbers that just make up numbers there's gonna be like eight numbers there i want you to read them out to me uh okay uh three seven one Zero. I've forgotten how many numbers you said there'd be. Sorry, this is embarrassing. I said eight. <laughs> eight. Okay, that's fine. I did four. Three, seven, one, zero, nine, three, nine, seven. And as you do that, Anders is like saying w- words in a language that isn't parsing correctly in your brain. 
and, and he he like uh just like point the phone at him. Uh, like she just she does as she is told, like with whatever limbs she. What can. does this look like? Like what? Where is where is Caro? Like 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 uh, I mean, she kind of you know tried to you know. So she fell out of her chair, and then she kind of like like crawled on her stomach towards, like belly crawl, like trying to get, you know work those elbows um, across the floor, and I guess she tried to like you know resting on the good leg because she only has one of those now, um, trying to kind of like scrabble up the chair or something to try and try and reach and fish out this phone and then kind of on the floor and trying not trying just basically trying to keep the bad leg out of the equation of movement as much as possible and uh, she's just like kind of pointing it from the floor where it's safest so the screen sort of flashes this sort of set of colors that this like very like epilepsy inducing pattern of colors and then like Anders' hand kind of glows very dully and as it does, the guy starts stops choking. But it wasn't. But I didn't hit the DC. I I got a near miss. So so he he doesn't speak again. He just stops choking. Um, and he sits there and he's completely mute. And you can see him like moving his lips, but words are not coming out. Right. Get him to write it down, Anders. Anders like looks very drawn. And and his hand is sort of like you can see that like where his hand was is sort of like burnt, and he's like, uh, I, I'm not sure if that's a good good idea. I mean, he he tried to speak and then he almost swallowed his tongue. Uh, what do you suspect will happen if he tries to write? You're right. You're right. You're right. But now he's mute. We can't question him any further. And then as you say that, Sylvester comes out of the room and he he looks over to the two of you it's like that was very entertaining of course he's bloody watching okay and he kind of claps like a like a little so my gosh things have become very dramatic here um perhaps you should tell luca that this man was with private security i will but I, I find myself on the floor and I find my tablet over there. Um, you couldn't you couldn't help me out, could you? Oh, of course. And he, he lifts you up um, pretty gently as, as the crow flies. Um, and he, he like sort of like dusts off your shoulder. And Anders is kind of watching him like a hawk. And, Good. <laughs> but, but Anders' like hand looks not great. Like, like it looks like he just stuck his hand in fire. No. Um, and the phone, and the phone has sort of like is sort of like showing a like low battery warning. And Sylvester looks over to it. You do know we don't allow cell phones in here, yeah? No. Uh, yeah, I, I'd heard that. Uh, generally, personal effects are a no go. And he sort he smiles down at you. I won't tell anyone if you don't. Lips are sealed. Anders kind of walks over and collects his phone, and and he hands you the tablet. Now, now do tell Luca. Sure. Uh, so she just, yeah, she straight up calls him because, like, there's no avoiding this. Do you have information for me? I have a, I have a lot to tell you. So, and she, she, she relays the information about, um, 
how this guy was working with Mickey Larson for a long time, went dark, was, Mickey Larson was actively feeding information out. Um, the guy basically confirmed he did work with a private security firm, but when he tried to utter the name of his employer, he began choking on his own tongue. Uh, he's alive still, but is now mute. Uh, and we're not quite sure how to progress in getting the name of the employer, but he definitely still knows something. Um, she relays that... I'm trying to think what other tick boxes do I need to... Because there was a lot of information there. I feel like I'm forgetting something really important because I've started at, in the middle and not the beginning. Uh... Do you tell him anything about um, the other group who was with the Humanities Last Stand? Uh, yeah, no, um... This guy can't really give any solid answers, but seems to think that Humanity's Last Stand has outside support, either monetary or knowledge-based. Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious from the Chimera that they have access to more than they should either way. You've done a wonderful job today, Caro. (gasps) And as you say that... um... Sunday Grant and Kieran come in from the other side of the the room and they are dragging this a, a kind of bedraggled figure that's sort of still wearing his mask, but it's kind of like only half on his face. God, I don't want to see what's underneath. <laughs> Bruises, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Broken face. I know what that's like. <laughs> and and Luca, you can hear Luca's voice over your tablet. It's like, oh, Sunday has arrived. Um, it's Sunday, the man's with private security. Go ahead. Oh, shit. And Sunday puts the man in, like, face-to-face with his friend. Um, Oh, here we go. And then takes the sidearm from her pocket and then shoots the man in the head. Okay. And lets the man slump over into, into the fellow's lap. And the fellow cannot speak, but he is screaming. Stakes sufficiently raised. It seems that he might have more information for us. Um, take him away and hold him until he's willing to tell us. I think he'd be very willing, it's just whether he's able to. I think there might be some outside force preventing him from speaking him at this time. And I'm sure you have no idea who that force is. She shakes her head. Excellent. Take him away then. And Sunday, <laughs> like, lifts the guy bodily uh, from the chair, tears off his, his restraints, and takes him towards an elevator. I'm so glad I'm not fully on the wrong side of Sunday, Grant. 